Welcome back to the Ravencast, hosted by myself, Mike Holtz. To conclude our inaugural season, we wanted to provide one last episode for the 21-22 season in which the Ravens have achieved their aim of promotion in the league and came out on top with a 1-0 win over Camelard in the First Division Challenge Cup final. Pre-match, we spoke to FC Ironman staff Craig Cowan, Les Nickel and Gary Waitman. We then spoke with FC Ironman fans Andy Birchall and Chris, alongside a few pre-match thoughts with manager Chris Bass. Post-match, I had a chat with the captain on the day and fan favourite Furo Davies, and a final post-match interview of the season with a delighted Chris Bass. I'm joined by Craig Cowan, who's been on every away game uh, this season, doing the kits, um, the balls, and obviously you help out with so much in and around the club as well, um, keeping the boys sorted as, as and when they needed, really. How have you found this season? Obviously, you've been, you know, every away game, helping out, volunteering. How have you found FCR Man as a whole this season um, and being a big part of it? From start to finish, it's been fantastic. You know, I'm very fortunate to be in the position I am within this club. Never going to play for them, unfortunately. Um, but that's their loss, I guess. But it's, it's honestly been great. Um, I said from day one, I come in last minute sort of thing via Frank Jones. Um, got me in touch with Paul. Had a chat on the boat on the way to Main Road. And just to strive and strive with that, and it's yeah, it's just been great. And have you felt like really proud of being part of the club as well? Because I know for like personally, from my point of view, seeing how it's grown within the community, the fans, and everything, it is it's a proud thing to be part of, isn't it? Yeah, I think everyone should be proud of it, like to be part of it, including the fans, like from coaches, players, volunteers, and like the fans. Then most important, we're all in this together. It's a community club, and and that's how it should be. And like it can't fault any of it. Everyone should be so proud of what's been achieved this season. It's, it's been unbelievable. And obviously, we've gained promotion and we're in a cup final today as well. As for, as a team, um, and obviously you know them all individually. Are you surprised about how well they've done this season, or you know, did you sort of expect this run to the end of the season? All. Yeah, I've I've got to know all the players quite well. You know, you know who most of them are through football, but you're only used to seeing them twice a season playing in, in the local game. But surprise, no. Um, it's it's almost like a dream come true for them, I guess. Uh, just the, the the way they conduct themselves on and off the pitch has been fantastic, and they're, they're being rewarded with that on the pitch with the results they're getting, the crowds they're getting. You know, they, they deserve all the, the plaudits they do get. And is there anything about this season that surprised you at all? Obviously, I, I'd say personally, I think one of the things that surprised me is the attendance. I thought. We knew we'd get good numbers down, but I think it's pretty much almost unprecedented amount of numbers. Is there anything that surprised you about that this season? A little bit, yeah. At first, when the numbers, the, the great numbers at the start, but you, you could see it growing and growing each week. I think the biggest thing that surprised me is probably how tight Steve Whitley actually is. <laughs> I thought it was just a myth, but honestly, one tight, tight man. <laughs> and going into next season, obviously we've got a cup final today that hopefully we'll win, but going into next season, obviously promoted... Is there anything that you think that the club could do better or anything that they've done really well this year that you're looking to see, to see grow going into next season? Or I think they've done everything well. Obviously, with it being the first season, it, there's a lot to learn. But I think what we've done, we've, we've done very well and to a high standard. And as long as we can maintain that and learn from this season as well, then you know there's no reason why we can't just continue with what we're doing and getting numbers down and having everyone on board and right behind us all. And today, obviously, got Camelard and the Cup. Pretty confident that we'll get a win today. Yeah, I'd like to think we'd win after you know we drew them here nil nil. 
just I think it was just before Christmas, but I was at the away game when we beat them 6-1 and we did that quite comfortably to be fair and no disrespect to them we, we battered them we did um, but yeah be confident that the lads are in the final for a reason they've got us here and they're the ones that will go out there and hopefully win it today and you know make everyone even more proud of them I'm joined by Vice Chairman Les Nichol Les obviously we've hit the aim of promotion this season which is what we wanted to do we've got a cup final today against Camelaird how impressed have you been with the squad today um, that's been put out throughout the Cup? You know, there's obviously a bit of a mixed team than what's been playing throughout the league. You know, Bassi and Dicker have given some of the younger lads a chance. Have you been enjoying watching these boys come through? Very much so, and I think that was probably half of what the, the plan was of what we were doing in the first place, was to, to give these guys a bit of a taste of this. If we're being brutally honest, we maybe didn't expect them to take to it as quickly as they can, because they haven't been involved on a day, on their match day experience as, as often. But uh, I'm, I'm absolutely blown away by them, and some of the football, you'd swear these guys have been playing together for years, it's so impressive. And I've touched on before with Craig about how impressive the, the numbers have come down this season. It's almost been unprecedented. I personally didn't think we'd get, I knew we'd get good numbers, but maybe not as good as we have. How have you sort of summed up this season, if you can, um, and how important it's been to be part of it? You know, I felt really proud to be part of it in some capacity this season. Have you felt similar? Uh, to be honest, ten times more than I ever even expected, to be honest. Um, yeah, when we, when we first had that original sit-down, I remember Steve Byrne saying, Do you fancy a cup of coffee? I want to talk to you about something. And we got talking about an idea. And, uh, and for it to ever got to the stage where it is now, it, this has just blown my mind. It's, it's better than I could have ever hoped for, ever wished for. I talked with the referees when I picked him up this morning, and uh, I said, Bro, on our plan, we were thinking middle of winter, pouring down with rain, Winds going sideways, you're going to have six or seven hundred if you're lucky. And the lowest crowd we've had is just done, or just over a thousand, averaging seventeen hundred. The Manx public stopping you in the street having a chat about it. I just never expected to be as, as good as this. Deep down, you know what the Alamans like. You know what they like for getting on, on the community side of things as well. You know what they like, but you don't expect it to be taken to as much as it has done. Superb. Alaman smashed out of the park yet again. And is there anything this season that you think the club have done really well? And like, Going into next season, you're looking forward to, for them to take and showcase what we're all about. And I suppose flipping flipping it on its head, is there anything you think we could do better? Obviously, this is an infant season for us, you know, and we're learning all the time. Is there anything that, like I say, anything good that we've done, or anything that we can improve on as a club? I think uh, results obviously are superb. You could argue if we'd have started better, but I think in, in, a, in a mad way, um, that mad start we had probably helped us. Yeah. I think I think COVID probably helped us because we, we we had to, these guys made up from corinthians peel st george's all the other all the other clubs and they'd never necessarily played together before they might have played three or four times a year for the island squad but they hadn't actually done anything else as such and uh, and yet they've been playing against each other as the enemy and uh, and it made them come together as a team and how quick they got together as, as a team with some real leads it's like she's sean doyles and people like that have just stepped up but some of the younger lads as well you know no who stepped no um the, even the fringe players you know who, who don't always get the chance they're here they're supporting they're helping out they're doing everything they can no even down no dean kane's helping to to warm mike, mike up in goal and, and then they flip it and do it the other way around the, the camaraderie and the team is superb on the outside yeah of course maybe as as a as a setup there's always things you could do slightly different 
But I tell you what, I think we probably scored nine and a half out of ten, and they only found tweaks that we need to do. But I always, I'm a great believer. If you stand still, you have to go backwards because others will always pick up and do it and improve. So we have to improve, and we're already working on next season. We're already working on what we're going to do next season, and uh, I, I think we'll do even better again. I really, really do. And I think by us providing what we do behind the scenes and everything that goes with it, the players will react to that, and the players will step up from that, and we'll challenge. I generally think we'll challenge. And you've obviously been very close with sort of the opposition that's been coming over here. What's the sort of feedback you've had in terms of not maybe not even necessarily the club, but like have they enjoyed coming to the Isle of Man and experiencing that as well? It, do you know it's been a common denominator where a lot of them do say, you know, the hospitality we offer them as a club has been outstanding, the best they've known. But they actually then back it up saying but the hospitality of people of the Isle of Man are, are the right. same. And when they go to the pubs or they go to the restaurants or they go out in, in the evening, the way people are, the, ne the next morning, they, we, we quite often go on, down onto the prom on a Sunday morning for a bit of breakfast and you always walk past them and they come and see us. I had a superb last night. They're normally hang nice and hangovers or they've just <laughs> got out to sea or something. But, but, they, you know, but they just say, you no, know, it's the same wherever they go. You know, they've not had the slightest into trouble as far as I'm aware. The whole of the Manx public have just taken to them, and it's, it's an experience they'll never forget. You no, know, you, you're getting feedback like, you know, well, please don't take this the wrong way, but we hope you get relegated next season so we can do this again. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's a, it's a backhanded compliment, but it's a cracking compliment at the same time. Joined by Guy Waitman, who's our club photographer. Gary, obviously, you've been away on the away games, the home games. You've been here throughout the whole season. Um, just touching on the, the start of the season, obviously, playing all those away games and, you know, the back end of the season, we had so many home games. How have you seen the club grow now at the end of the season? Can you sort of, like, conclude that? Yeah, I think so. I think the away trips, although it was a bit of a, a slog, at, you know, doing those, I think, 17, 18 games on the bounce, uh, and especially going on the boat, uh, actually brought all the players together. Yeah. That was really important, I think, in the end. It sort of... It wasn't ideal, but it actually worked out for the best for the club. And since those so those away trips, it's become the club has become a proper club. You feel like you're part of a club, and the players, I'm sure, feel like they're part of a club now. It's uh, yeah that we are a much better club now than we were at the start of the season. Yeah, you know, as a as a group of people, definitely. And like you touched on there, the club's only in its infancy. Do you think there's obviously things that we've started to learn, but what would you say that the club has done really well and quite, you're quite impressed with at the start of the season? Is there anything that's been really good that you think we can take into next season as a club? What we've done really well, we've learned how to put on the games. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the start, we're perhaps a little bit hesitant and not confident in our own ability to do it. And now we just do it and it happens. And the support we've received from the man's public has been amazing. And I think there's probably more of that to be tapped into. I think we can do slightly better at that than we are doing. I mean, the fact that we've sold out today is brilliant, but I'm sh I'm, I think there's more we can do in the community. And that is something we've done really well as, you know, you know, the trips to hospice, the visits to the schools, the visits to the under eights, nines and tens teams on a Saturday morning. That's been fantastic. And it's been brilliant the way the players have reacted and interacted with the youngers with the youngsters that's been absolutely fantastic and that is something we really can take forward i think that will in the long run be perhaps the biggest legacy of this first season in that we've hopefully interested a generation yeah in football and in the fcr of man and they will hopefully stay in football and hopefully we've we've seen already an under eight year old who will at some point play for fcr of man and obviously going on the aways and the homes and 
you've got to know the players really well as well. Obviously, our aim at the start of the season was to get promoted, and obviously we've got to a cup final today. Are you surprised how well the players have done, or do you think they've really like achieved what they should have done? If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we have achieved what we should have done. Certainly, what we were capable of. Yeah. Whether we would have done that is another matter. You know, the, the football is football, as we're always told. Things can happen. You know, somebody can be sent off in the first ten minutes, and that can completely affect the way a game goes. But yeah, the players have achieved certainly what they were capable of. And they've developed as a team over the season. We've had a bit of a wobble in the middle of the season. And they came through that. And they are really strong. They, you know, they keep going until the end, the end of a game. And with the number of games, the semi-final. You know, with, you know, we're here at the cup final now, at the semi-final, where we won it in the last 10, 15 minutes. We keep going. We are never beaten. The, the West Didsbury game where we won it in the fourth, fifth minute of injury time, which was one of the greatest things I've ever seen at the bowl. Probably the best, one, of the, one of the best things I've seen in football. It was just phenomenal. You know, and that's, that resilience has been, has been really strong in the players. I've been really impressed with that. And obviously you capture the moments of the fans and the stuff in the bowl. And I know how much people really do appreciate having those and taking them home and you know, having them for life, really. Have you almost probably had the, the best time to sort of capture those moments this season? Like you've just touched on, some of the games have been, you know, topsy-turvy. You must have seen some sights this season. Yeah, I've, I've been incredibly lucky this season. In fact, the one game I've missed was because of COVID. It was the Sandbatch game where we got beat. So, yeah, I've managed to miss the low point as well. So, yeah, no, I've, I've seen some fantastic things. And the lads, the celebrations are what, you know, they're fantastic to capture when people actually basically lose it because they've scored, they've scored the winning goal and the crowd goes. You know, that's been a brilliant, but there's been little bits of things that you see at training where people are laughing together and you think, yeah, we've made it as a club. It's little bits of things I, I, I like to see and hopefully capture and it's great that I'm, you know, they're getting memories that they can look back on. You know, as, you know we've got like Lucas 16, 17. He's gonna. He's got pictures now that he'll be able to look at yeah. when he's when he's as old as me. <laughs> Joining the bowl with some of our FCR man fans, uh, Andy Birchall obviously started the Ravens' 12th man at the start of the season. Um, Andy, obviously we've hit the aim of promotion uh, and we're in a cup final today against Camelard. Sort of summarise how it's been this season for you following the Ravens and you know how. How much of an impact the Ravens Twelfth Man's made on you know the atmosphere and stuff down at the ball? Yeah, I mean, I've said it before; it's an old cliche now, but it's it's literally the best thing to happen in Max football in my lifetime. Um, I can't I can't put it into words other than that. You know, it's it's magnificent for the the whole community that we've got here now, as you can see. Well, you can't see on this, obviously, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's building. The atmosphere is building today, as it has the whole season. Really, it's just got better and better and better. And I'd like to think that the uh, 12 man page has, has played a part in that, you know, building building it as, as it's gone along. But um, here we are today. We thought the season was over, done and dusted. Um, but here we are again today. Last game of the season. Hopefully we can get over the line and get some more silverware on the shelf. And like from your perspective, obviously the club's in its infancy, so we're still learning things as we're going. But is there anything the club's done really well this season that you think that stood out that you're looking forward to going into next season? And as well as anything that you think the club could do better going into next season that we can learn from? Yeah, I think I've said it to Batty. Um, we're all riding on the back of the results. The results is, is the most impressive thing because we're here, we're here today because we're winning matches. And, and we've got to ride on the back of that and, and 
make make changes while we can, put things into place for next season. You know, obviously the the biggest thing to stand out would would probably be to have a licensed premises here. Um, whether that'll happen or not, I'm not sure, but um, I think that's a big thing. But um, there's lots of little little tweaks we can make that we've thought about over the over the year and. Um, put things in place obviously merchandise here at the ground and uh, more refreshment outlets things like that um, but yeah there's we've put lots of ideas forward to the club and we, we're obviously going to discuss them as we go along and in terms of the team as well you know the lads have done really well this season two game promotion to get to a cup final as well did you guys sort of envisage they have a season like this you know are they, are they hitting their target do you think is anything going into next season that do you think they'll go one better and go again yeah, I don't think anybody could have envisaged what's happened this season. You know, we all thought that if we could actually make the playoffs, that would be a massive achievement. But to finish second in the league and then get the two playoff games here at the Bowl has been massive, not only for the fans, but for the Isle of Man in general. It's been absolutely massive. Um, but, like I say, we've already picked up some silverware. Who would have thought that at the start of the season? And we, here we are today with a chance of another one. Should we go one better again? I, I don't like to do score predictions, but I'm um, looking at the, obviously Camelair today. They're stiff opposition. They've had a magnificent cup run. Uh, they're very good at finishing the games really strong. So we'll have to see. You know, our young lads, the majority of them are. Um, this is only their second game in front of a crowd like this. So obviously that'll have some sort of effect. But we need to start strong today because we're we're being becoming known as, as a second half team. Enjoy the game. Cheers. Joined by another one of our FCR Man fans, Chris. Um, Chris, how have you? How much have you enjoyed watching the Ravens this season in their in their infancy? Oh, it's been it's been amazing. You know, I've played Manx football and you know know Manx football quite well. But what FCR Man have done, you know, community-wise and bringing all these these you know thousands of people down. I think our average gate's nearly two thousand now per, per game. And it's just it's lifted everybody. Uh, it's just been, for me personally, um, I'd kind of walked away from Manx football quite a few years ago. And then Andy Birchall con- contacted me and said, look, do you want to get involved in the 12th man? And so I said, yeah, no problem at all. We'll get involved and, and see what supporters group we can put together. And then obviously you can see here today, I think we've been really lucky on our home games. We only had one kind of a wet day, uh, but the rest of them have been really good. And the crowds have been amazing. And it's been, yeah, it's been really, really good so far. And has it sort of become part of your weekly routine to, you know, watch the lads? You know, how, how are you going to get on throughout the summer now with no games? <laughs> well, I'll probably get a rally car built, to be fair. I'll be down there this morning and then think, oh, God, I've got to get back, get showered and get changed and get for the game. Like, But for, it's, it's given everybody a lot of interest, you know, on a Saturday. You know, as we all know, there's, you know, unless you're into going out every Saturday night, there's not a lot going on. Um, so to have a football club that's doing so well and gives you, you know, a, a little bit of something tangible to get a hold of and that's exactly what the people have done on the Isle of Man they've got a hold of it and in terms of the team as well I was just touching on uh, touching on the team with Andy there do you sort of think they've hit their target as obviously the aim was to get promoted but do you think obviously going up the division next season they'll go one better and get promoted again or you know what, what do you sort of expect by looking at the team that we've had out this season I think, you know, in, in its infancy, it's our first year, I, I think they've done remarkably well. And uh, Bassi and I, as, as well as Andy, we've had many conversations in the Manxi after games on the Saturday. And I think we all know that the pool of players, quality players that you need to go up into the next league is probably a little bit thin on the Isle of Man. It's great to see the kids out here again today, or a mixture of kids, youth experience, you know. But I think, you know, 
I think it would be naive to think we're just going to walk the league next year. It'd be really, really naive. It's going to be tough. You know, the, the, the wealth of experienced players you've got in the UK is huge. You've got a much bigger pool to go fishing in, whereas here it's a, it's a little bit thinner. And then you've got to get the guys to commit to it as well, haven't you? You know, none of our players get paid, whereas a lot of the guys in the UK do get paid. So maybe, you know, their motivation is slightly different from the guys over here. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, there's a good mix of youth. They've done really, really well. And, and that'll be that catalyst that we need just to keep pushing these players through and to keep the standard because I think the standard's been it's been really really good like you know we've seen some cracking games down here at the bowl against some really really good opposition but I think in the early days we were really naive against the football that they play in the UK and it's taken us a while to get educated to you know you, you always have a spoiler every team that's come here has had a spoiler yeah. in the middle of the park and, and they've kind of dictated to the referee they've tried to influence the game not just by a football but the way they, they are with the, with the rest of the players and stuff so and that's what we, we need we, we need to we need to educate ourselves a little bit more but that said I think we've done bloody brilliant we really have and in terms of the club as well, I touched on it, obviously it's in its infancy. Is anything the club's done really well this season that you're looking forward to progressing on next year and sort of flipping on its heads? Is there anything that you think the club could do better next season and, you know, take forward that, you know, obviously we're learning as we're going? Is there anything that you'd like to see potentially? Um, I think from us, from the Ravens' 12th man, what's been really, really good is the engagement we've had with the executive committee of the of the football club of Ravens, um, of FC Man. That's been really good. So we've obviously met with yourself a couple of times, you know, because at the end of the day, we, we, it's, it's got to be choreographed. You know, what the fans do, what the club do, we need to be all there together. Uh, our away games, we need to probably have a little bit more engagement so we can get a better fan base to yeah. go away. You know, when you've, when you've got 2,000 people here, if we can get something... You know that will work for the away games. You know that's affordable for everybody, especially in in today's climate. Yeah. That that's really really key. And then I think it will start generating a really good solid fan base that will go away. If we can get two or three hundred people away every weekend or every other weekend for the away games, that that really would set us amongst all the other clubs. You know, the other clubs. Some of them, you know, they're lucky if they get. They would. We're they're envious of us, aren't they? You know, we've got you know nearly three thousand people here today. Some of those don't get those after four or five games, let alone in one game. So, well, that's what we need to do. We need to we need to look at the away games a little bit more and uh, make them affordable and and then see what happens from there. But I think the exec committee and what the club have done, um, you know, not just yourself but everybody that's involved in it, they've worked really really hard behind the scenes. Great sponsors, you know, they probably probably got a queue of people wanting to sponsor a game at the moment you know everybody wants to get involved in it Bassey a cup final against Camelard today uh, it rounds up our season obviously we've hit the aim of getting promoted um, and like you've just touched on there off camera this is almost like a free hit in some ways but obviously you'll be really eager to win too yeah we always want to win and we'll always try our best to win but we've got to be realistic about this and, and look at the facts that where Camelard have been playing at a very good level and played in a good cup final last week, albeit that they lost. But some of our players have played, some have not been able to train, so it's a, it's a bit of a, a downturn for us. We thought the final would have been last week, but it got moved to this week. So everything has a little bit of a bearing on the game. So what we're looking forward to doing is just trying to produce the best football we possibly can and see where it gets us today. And it certainly won't be for a lack of trying. And this cup's almost been like a good release for us as well to sort of give the fringe players and the younger players a go this season and they've done really well to get this far. 
I think I think I think you've got to do that. You have to look at you know bringing people in at all sort of age groups. You know as, as young as you possibly can get them, on the basis that you know we played 38 league games. Next year it's 42 league games, and I you hear about these uh, professional players where they complain and where they're playing 55, 60 matches a season. But you've also got to consider that the fact that they don't have to go to work from Monday to Friday. So yeah. they do a bit of training, they go home, doss around, do whatever they do. Whereas most of our lads, they come training early in the morning, then they spend the whole day at work. So it's a lot, lot tougher to play that amount of games at the level we're at at the moment without being full-time. And that full-time business, it, it's, it's a long way off, realistically, because that's a, another financial uh, situation that the club's going to have to look at trying to resolve. But for the young kids to get us to the cup final, I think it's been brilliant. Um, albeit, yet yeah, we've had some experienced players in. We've got a few more today because, unfortunately, Cardi got sent off and Charlie Higgins had to withdraw. And three lads previously, Steve Whitley, Luke Murray and Jack McVeigh, are all on another stag do. And somebody said it's wedding season. I didn't realise we had a wedding season in the Isle of Man. It's something <laughs> new to me. Um, but So we brought some other experienced lads in today. And I'm really looking forward to the game in a sort of like relaxed manner at the moment. But you know, when kickoff goes, that will change. Is it really important for these lads that are coming in to play the same style that you want the the players that have played throughout the season to play? Is that quite important for you and Dicko? Oh, as absolutely. Start? If we had an under 21s, if we had an under 18s or an under 16s, they'd all be playing the same shape. Yeah. I I think at a junior level, it's important that they learn the shape that we're playing but also at junior level, they should be learning other things besides our shape, they can be learning other shapes as well. So when we decide to move to a different one, they're already you know, up to speed with that as well. It is important to get the follow on because otherwise you can come onto the pitch and not know where you should be or how you should be pressing or how you should be defending. So it is important from very young age that we're all learning the same systems. Good luck today. Thank you very much. Well, 1-0 win and a cup, obviously we've got promotion this season but just to like finish the season off with a cup, you must be delighted of that. Yeah, yeah, it's a cherry on the top really, um, yeah, but, like, it's been such a long season from where we started to, to get here now and to still be able to, to get a 1-0 win, however we win it doesn't really matter, but yeah, to get that, that win is amazing uh, and yeah, it's a cherry on the big. And for yourself, obviously you're captain of the team as well, did you have that sort of extra incentive for you today and obviously the younger lads that have been brought into this sort of cup run, they were looking up to you for advice and you were happy to give it to them. Yeah, Bassett told me at the start of the game, it's uh, an honour, uh, I didn't expect it and so it was a real nice, uh, a nice surprise uh, and yeah, really, really enjoyed it and it's nice to uh, lift the trophy off at the end. Yeah, in front of a big attendance as well, yeah. you know, for a cup game, obviously it's a final but attendance has been unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, the support has been amazing. I could never have envisaged at the start of the season to say that 3,000 people and more are going to turn up to a match uh, to watch it. It's crazy. So thank you for everybody that's turned up. Uh, and you can see it. Everyone's like enjoying it in the summer. Yeah, amazing. It was a tough game in the end though, wasn't it? You know, there was large parts where they had good opportunities, obviously to hit the crossbar. But I think our experience and sort of know-how got towards the end. Yeah. So yeah. Tough conditions in the heat. Um, and yeah, it was a bit of a scrappy game, I would say. But, um, yeah, yeah, they defended well, we missed a few chances. I think if we took those chances in the first half, then maybe it might have been a different story, but yeah, we just squeezed it in. And you can enjoy <laughs> and celebrate, but are you, are you looking forward to next season as well? Uh, yeah, massive, massively, yeah. Uh, I think the, the excitement of another challenge uh, and potentially better teams, probably better teams. Uh, and I'm 
going to excite us um, and hopefully I think we should be able to hold our own and if not, uh, yeah, just keep on going and keep, keep them around. Well done. Going. Well done, man. Enjoy. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bassi, a promotion and a cup in our first season. Happy to sort of sum that one up for us. I don't really think it, you know, it, I don't really think it could have gone any better. I think the enjoyment that we've brought to the squad, the staff, the crowd, the drama, the excitement, the aggression, everything, it's had everything, the whole season's had everything. And to top it off today, winning this cup, and we talked about, you know, doing with the kids, and they've done us proud. Um, but also, it just goes to show that you need that experience in the team to get you over the line. But it, it's, it's just brilliant that they are getting experience. That's the point. The more you play in, the more experienced they become, and the better they will become. There's so much more to come from this team. Because I don't think we've played particularly great football today, but we got over the line. And in football, sometimes it's better to win ugly than lose. And it felt like this season, the more we've progressed, we've learned as a squad that sometimes you've got to play the game as, as such, you know, you've got to have the experience and maybe in, in the in the first couple of games we didn't maybe have that, we were quite nice, we were playing that man's football well, sort of thing, we've learned a lot, haven't we? I think if you look at the, the, the back pairing of uh, Carl Clark and Jamie Corlett, that they've come together, and by the way, they've only played together in this cup, and Clark is very, very quick to remind you, not one team has scored a goal against us. We've kept clean sheets, we've scored a own goal for them. But the team hasn't scored against us. So that says something about the defending that we have done. But again, today, we could have played a lot better. But it doesn't matter now. The Cup's ours, no one can take it away. It's written down in history. FC Isle of Man, first season, went up to uh, level five, won the Division One Cup. You just, you couldn't write it. Nobody would have predicted this at the start of the season. No. And between you and Deco, obviously you might have had your target to the start of the season. Obviously promotion being one, but going up as well in the manner that we have done, and you know, I, I, COVID at the start, well, playing the away games. I think I think for, for Liam, myself, and Paul O'Brien, it's an awful. And I've talked about it before. It's, it's a lot of mental attitude, desire, belief. I hate losing. I never let my kids win anything <laughs> ever when they were young. If they beat me, it's because they did it on their merits which makes them stronger. So um, we're doing the same with the team now, and they're getting stronger. So hopefully next season, it'll be, a, it'll be a lot tougher, but we will be a lot stronger. Hopefully more prepared, because COVID didn't give us a very fine start last year. And coming from 16th before Christmas to get promoted, it, it's, it's just a phenomenal piece of history. And a lot of people are gonna go home and have such great memories. And they've all got to come back and go through another hard winter and keep supporting us because it won't always be great. So we'll see if they have that mental attitude to keep coming when things aren't great. And Burnsy was just touching on there that from pre-season starts 22nd of June, so not even that long away till we start again. But have you sort of got something in mind for next season or are you just going to enjoy this for the next couple of weeks? For me, pre-season, I was elated to see the corporation cleaning the gasworks steps. Because <laughs> we're going to take a few visits there, yeah. and that won't be nice. But that's what they need. Yeah, yeah. That's what they need to get ready, because this next coming season, we've got 42 league games, not 38. And we're only used to playing 24, I think it is here. Mm. So 24 and 42, that's a massive difference. And we've got to make ourselves strong enough and prepared that we can last the season. And maybe a message to the fans have obviously come down here and their numbers 
10 this season. You know, they, they've been unbelievable, maybe unprecedented numbers, we'd say. I think to me, the fans, are, they're special. They're actually a part of the team. They're a massive part of the team. And it's really, really special. And the guys absolutely love it when the fans come down in their numbers. And don't forget, they've been coming all winter. We've averaged over, I think it's just under about 1,700 per game. That is, it's just, it's just unheard of. And maybe next year, it would be nice if we average 2,000, get a few more interested, get a few more season ticket holders. But for that to happen, we have to keep delivering the goods. Yeah. And if we do our job, let's hope the community do theirs. Enjoy tonight. I'm sure you're having a few pints. Oh, I'll be touching a few Guinness tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much. And just for our listeners, if you're currently not an official supporter of the club, you can still do so via our website, www.fcilaman.im, for just £20 and directly contribute to the success of the club. All the details and information on the benefits of this are on the website. We also have a range of merchandise available on the website, ranging from replica shirts, hoodies, mugs, and much more. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to keep up to date on everything FC Isleman. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, follow, and share to be notified for future episodes.